Hello, and thank you for joining me. This is Jaded. I am Jody, and I'm back with my friend Nick, and we've got his daughter here tonight. Hi. Hi. We were just dis- we were having a good discussion about relationships and about us as individuals and how we we can destroy them. We can't find good ones. We aren't in one, or basically why that happens, how that happens, and yeah. Anybody care to start? What has, what has relationships taught you, in other words, you're saying? <laughs> I guess. Well, for us, we were talking about how, what does it tell us about ourselves? Mm-hmm. It's not even necessarily about other people. It's, I learn more about myself after a relationship than, yeah, not always good things either. Um, well, the idea you were talking about earlier was that people are traumatized as children. And once you're traumatized, you carry um, a scar, an emotional scar. And as you go into adulthood, I think you find people who are familiar to that scar, if you know what I mean. Yes. So they re-traumatize you in various ways, even by getting close to you. And that scar opens up, okay? You don't look or feel comfortable with people who can't somehow shock that scar into life, or back to life. Yes. You look for people who will. And those people are generally the same types of people who caused the scar in the first place. I read that we, we throughout our relationships, continue to reenact yeah. that scenario. And I think that's, that's probably why my second wife divorced me, because she said, if I stay with you, I will have to relive this lifetime. And I'm an older soul. She's a Buddhist. And so she said, she figured just what we're talking about. I okay. think she just had a really good way to break up with me. I, I think I, yeah, probably so. It's pretty fucking extreme. Uh, all right, I'm going to go to, where did she go no. to become a Buddhist? Oh, she or? built a, an ashram in Montana. An ashram? Yeah, a huge golden church-like thing, a Buddhist temple. She was a rich bitch, right? Yeah, she yes. was very rich, yeah. She very was, and she could do stuff like that. I mean, that's but, uh, that's a very creative way to break up with someone. Yeah, I well, the Buddhist religion first. I really think she believed that. I do too, I, but it's. I think she did too. I mean, she, aren't there twelve levels or something you got to go through in the yeah, Buddhist uh, yeah. spectrum of uh, reincarnation? Yeah. She was in her last one. Uh, oh. She said so she didn't have much. She doesn't have another chance. This is that was it. How do you know? Well, she'd have to go back. She'd have to go back to my level, probably. <laughs> I, I, she was thinking that I was like in number she would three. Have to regress well, and start going to like, Manji twice. Well, yeah. you figure it all out, you have to come back and teach the rest of us. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, that, sounds like just, um, that sounds like a well, sentence anyway, to me. <laughs> Once you figure it all we're, out, we're just, you like, want to help we're, others. We're going off on a tangent. Oh, you want to uh, help open that door? The thing of it was, I found her, and she somehow. Um, fired up that wound that I have about rejection and not good enough and unworthy. Oh, well, and, according yeah. to what I read, that's what we that's yeah. what we yeah. set it up for. Like yeah. we find the appropriate players to play those roles in our play. But let's say every human being on the planet is like that. Okay, how do you find then? How do you follow your conscious self instead of your unconscious self? To find somebody who would you'd be a great fit with. You know? Well, your your second ex-wife would say, you do it through her Buddha through the yeah meditation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. that's what she would say. Okay. Yeah. 
Have you done a lot of meditation recently? <laughs> no. Oh. When I do, I feel better. Maybe. I've heard that a lot, but I, I also hear that. But it doesn't make me want to go out and be social. You're social anyway. What are you no. talking about? Uh, two you, weeks ago, you're riding down I-25 you, at 170 you, miles an hour on a motorcycle. No, it's 150. Right uh, oh, my God. Yeah. That's kind of social. I mean, that's no, way more social than... Like, were you on the motorcycle by yourself? No. Well, that's social. You're interacting. You're just saying less than one. <laughs> I think you're more social than... It was more than two weeks ago. ...than most five people weeks. that I know. Five weeks ago. But part of that is the things that you attend, but... But I it takes some, something to make me, like, uninhibited like that. I can't just, like, naturally be that way, where I'm just going to get on the back of a motorcycle and accept that, you know, type of idea is like a good idea well so what was why did you then you know like when you drink you do things you wouldn't normally do or oh, whatever. Yeah. no i don't know anything about that yeah. <laughs> right nick kind of like i don't that. know anything <laughs> about no, that right. what are you talking about and i've been sober fine. since my birthday but good job yeah. nick that's fucking awesome yeah. i got on a treadmill for two weeks every i was going doing it every day two weeks and uh, well i thought two weeks was when the habit then kicked in that's it, when you quit no <laughs> i my foot it swelled up again. This one. It is still swelling. Yeah, and I, call, I the doctor replaced me on a, a different high blood pressure medication. Maybe which vascular peripheral something. Yeah, well, the side effect of this medication is that you, your extremities swell up. So I called him. And he told what me medication? Stuff. It was. Um, oh, the one he gave. Well, we're on, we're on line here, yeah. The one he gave it to you did make it better. Yeah, it actually what did. The fuck? <laughs> the, you mean the blood pressure? Yeah. No, what was it? So the no, blood the, pressure uh, gives you that. The blood pressure medication. Okay. So I had to go off that. So now it's going down. Is it? It was worse. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So I couldn't run. So I had to stop running. I wasn't running. I was fast walking. Huh. But I was doing. Um, you could hand walk fast. I was doing uh, two miles a day, twenty minute miles. That's pretty fast. That's yeah. I don't even know. And I was also do, I was miles. doing the weights too. I was really trying. I was well, you really you didn't have to stop the weights, you know. I don't have to stop the weights. You're right. I've been using it. This How long has it been since? It's been a week. Oh, just a week. That's not bad. Yeah, so. But I I've heard that. But I have goals and I have a physical vision. Physical habits yeah. require, like for two weeks. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's time it takes to train your brain. Something. I think uh, even longer oh, than that. Certainly, yeah. yeah, months maybe. Yeah, I, for me. And then How long you, then you? you miss it. A month. After a month. a month, then you start missing it if you don't do it. Huh. It's amazing. It yeah. really is. I used to, when I was into it, I missed it. If I didn't run at night, and back then I was running, you know, I would truck. Jog. And so I didn't do it. I missed it. My anyway, sister, getting back to these wounds that we were talking well, about. Well, hold on. I had a note about that because um, we suffer from depression in the Rosenlaw family, even though some of them don't admit it. Or maybe they do, but my sister and I have talked a lot about it because, of course, as you know, I've been on and off different meds, you know, with the bipolar and the depression. It was apparently if you get treated for the depression, but not the bipolar, it can actually mm-hmm. make those other symptoms worse. But um, she says that she has to exercise. Like, I'm talking extreme exercise. Um, i trying to think of that place where she goes... Does, like box jumping and it's intense like CrossFit. workouts. CrossFit, that's exactly what it is. She does that. She climbs 14ers. She, and to me, I thought it was just, you know, exercise. She gets off and exercise. Does it, is that Joanne? Julia, yeah. Joanne does it too. 
Right, but I don't know if she does it for the same reasons because she doesn't talk to me. But Julia says that it helps her with her depression. Yeah, I mentioned To the that. point where she knows if she just misses a day, mm. that somebody's going to suffer. For real. <laughs> yeah, and she well, says changes your chemistry. her husband, if if she had not gone to work out or, you know, it would be like, did you go work out today? <laughs> yeah. Go remind her she needs to, but she, for her, it really, that really does it. Yeah. I, w- I was feeling great after, you know, a, a week or so. I should try it, but I'm just not disciplined it was, No, it was really great. <laughs> um, I can't brutal. wait till my foot goes down so I get back on it. I think I have to take it easier at first. So. It's very handy to have it right in your bedroom, too. I all know. these years. Yeah, <laughs> all these years. Uh, Why don't you just go for walks and get the fresh air, too? COVID-19. Because you have to run into people. Yeah. <laughs> Not I wear masks out and about. Uh, I don't well, want to wear I'm, one. I'm fine with my treadmill. Yeah. It's exercise. Let's be happy I, with that. I, going <laughs> out supportive, remember that? frightens me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> me, too. I have to push through it. Yeah. Um, anyway, talking about relationships and why they don't work for, you, for people. Because we push them away as soon as they get close. Or we find some way to sabotage it. Right. Okay, this is what I found, like, most recently, like, with this guy. So, like, if I'm really attached to him and cling on to him and, like, really interested in, like, the outcome of whatever's going to happen in our status, then, I, then he's, like, pushing me away. And then if I am, like, eh, you can come over, maybe I can, you when know, you're casual. I don't care yet. When I literally am so scared because of the last time he treated me so bad, that I really don't want to see him. He like, pushes harder to see me. Well, of course, that's it's so sick. But come on, when a guy I can't handle you're it. not the same way. Like if a guy is too forwardly, you know, coming out of you, coming on you, or attracted to you, or so even trying exhausting. to do nice things for you, it's like that is not. It it is a lot about the chase. I think I need to get, like, much better, like, just by myself, like you've said, forever. But it's like this habit keeps driving me to seek, like, this external validation from these men. And then I get it, and it's like, I get it, I get all high, 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 and then, <sighs> crash. You should, I'll have to look up this guy's name, but the videos that I've been watching, he talks about how you are, you're suffering, basically, from CPTSD attacks. Not consciously, but... Your brain is doing it, and he talks about... Define the, he C- says that yes, you could yeah. get... Hmm? Def, uh, put some words to CPTSD. CPTSD is... Now I forgot. It's These complex... Um, I want to say chronic. It, complex, complex, complex post-traumatic stress. stress disorder. Right. They don't say disorder anymore, do they? No, he doesn't use disorder. No, they don't say oh, Even PTS. CPTS? PT, post-traumatic stress. He still says the D, but... Oh, yeah, that's cool. CPTSD is what he down. calls it, but he doesn't like... Was it the disorder he doesn't like? Mm-mm. Basically, he's he's saying that there are ways that you can heal yourself, that you can stop. He calls them flashbacks. That's, he calls them flashbacks. Not flashbacks like someone who'd been in a war would suddenly hear the helicopter overhead and the bullets whizzing by. But mentally, emotionally, it's a flashback where you your <coughs> body is going, oh, this is going to hurt. Yeah. We're not going to let this per- We're not going to let you get hurt. And then kind of kind of takes over, literally like steers, and that's where the sabotage comes from. And it's it's our brain's way of trying to protect us. Our brain is not concerned with us growing, developing, being stronger. Our brain is just trying to protect us. So a part of the, the part of the brain, yeah. Part of the brain. 
Yeah, so and it, it talks all wrong to the part of the brain that wants us to grow. Right. So it's like yeah. a battle going and on. And it, it must be stronger in it, but we can apparently, we can learn how to stop the flashbacks. I haven't watched those videos yet, but he's he's very interesting. He's a good-looking guy. He's from England. He's got an accent. Um, but it's very clear that he was destroyed by at least two women. And because he talks about narcissists and covert narcissists, and oh my gosh, I've learned so much about it. It's kind of frightening, but he says that it, it doesn't fall technically under the DSM, which is the what? The what? Diagnostic Manual for a Psychiatric Disorder. Psychiatric Disorder, right. Okay, I knew it was something like yeah. that. But it doesn't mm-hmm. fall under that because it is technically a choice. To do what? to be crazy, to destroy relationships, to freak out, that it's it's a choice that can, it's not a chemical imbalance. No, but it's a behavioral like pattern. It's a, it's it's a psychic break. scar. But it, but he says that it's, it's it doesn't fall into the DSM because it's not treatable with medication no. or it's not. Well, that's why they said uh, personality disorders can't be treated. Really, right. Because, because they all emerge from some sort of trauma. And that's what he's saying, narcissists. Yeah. I right. honestly don't think mood disorders are treatable with medications. It can put that's a band-aid on it. I, mood, even mood, even like, it can, might be able to raise your serotonin or your norepinephrine, whatever. Yeah, that's, I but think it those does are real, though. Well, I think it's, uh, it depends on individuals, okay? Not every person is the same. And I think unless you can measure the dopamine, right. I think unless you can measure it, like that video said, unless you can examine the organ, you don't know what you're treating. If you can't take my dopamine levels and tell me if I'm low, then mm-hmm. how, how... Well, yeah, and if, if, if you had a brain scan that said that maybe you would respond better to talk therapy, yeah. then you should go in that direction. Yeah. Right. Or maybe you would uh, respond better to meditation. Oh, right? wouldn't that be a great machine? I think it's trial or, and error. It's like the you know, story music. hat in Harry Potter. I don't know if you can get, everybody can get a brain scan. <laughs> or exercise. I've tried meditating, and when I meditate, I feel better. And yeah. so you do what, if you can well, like your sister. Do it, then you're okay. Yeah. And the exercise for someone, yeah. and so everybody's diet different. And SSRIs for someone. Mm-hmm. Diet regularly. Okay. Um, diet, for sure. sure. That's, yeah. It's amazing how much. I, I the the hard, most difficult cases of schizophrenia um, are each individual is so individual in their their presentation of it, you know, and they all suffer from the same illness, but. It doesn't sound like the same if they all present different. They present differently, but they have they have this, we label that illness that they suffer from in a cluster called schizophrenia. Yeah. All right. I wonder if maybe that'll change over time. Um. I would maybe yeah. Well, if we ever I mean, start, if they all if we, present differently, how yeah. do they put it in? Well, not everybody has voices, and not everybody. So that's uh, why there's specific. Not everybody's to paranoid of the government uh, snooping on them. You know, uh, some people. Um, I thought that uh, was what defines schizophrenia. Yeah, right. So that's schizophrenia. Paranoia. But someone who's not schizophrenic know, does not have those things. That's why they cluster it together. But all schizophrenics have those things, but they also have different features and they present differently. Is what he's saying, yeah. even within that subcategory. Because we're individuals. Mm-hmm. Well, we're right. all we all have. But that's not the that's same with um, I don't know what are, what other diagnosis is. Okay, you see? major depression. Okay, yeah, not everybody that, manifests major depression in the same way. No, not the same. I'm different than I had. I, I said they yeah. don't yeah. manifest yeah. it in the same way. Yeah, no, they don't. 
depression. And so mm -hmm. that's the same truth about uh, schizophrenics or bipolars or anybody. They don't. That's each right. one is different. So trying to say that all bi bipolar people are going to respond to just lithium, right. as, right. you know, yeah, we know that's not right. Means I, mm -hmm. I mean, that's we've heard about it. It's like a crapshoot. I mean, you don't yeah. know, you know. <clears throat> yeah, throwing darts uh, just in the dark. Throwing darts in the dark. Right, exactly. And that's what you guys are saying. It's nature versus Luna nature. Luna might not well, respond even, to medication right. well. Even the diet you're eating when you take that medication. Or how I was how, brought up, or my experience. Everything I've lived through is going to make me respond differently to situations than someone else. Depression is a combination of personality wounds. Uh, you know, spiritual scars, like we talked about, yeah. you know, yeah, this guy uh, trauma. This should treat it with medication. It's, it's, you know, but it's a combination of that and chemistry. Sometimes the scars you, uh, you uh, have a trauma as a child, that scar changes your chemistry if it's a severe enough trauma, uh, and you become depressed, <laughs> okay, because okay. now your your chemistry's changed because you somebody whacked you upside the head so hard you flew across the womb. Well, know? like that... Yeah, the brain scan hopeless. thing we saw. Those people had like yeah. literal holes in their brain. Yeah. I mean, your brain cannot completely be firing if there are gaps and holes. Yeah, they look like I mean, they look like the surface of the it moon. It was the weirdest yeah. thing, and and yeah. he showed how they healed. And he yeah, doesn't he doesn't refer to medication. I his is all talk therapy, medication, your life, redoing um, your food, food eating, eating behavioral properly, therapies, behavioral therapy, uh, all that stuff, and. Lifestyle you also have to address the traumas lifestyle at some point. You know, you have to address it. I'm not always sure. Well, but not if you do what he does. What he does, it sounds like, will heal it. So maybe you don't have to go through the Okay, so you, you heal the brain. You get a brain. So I got a brand new brain today. I don't know. Do you think I would, like, go out still and do the same things that I do that ruin my brain in the first no, place? No, because, in order, well, if you got a brand new one, yes, you might. But if you did the things to heal it, the things you were doing in life that helped it heal, you would have to destroy all of that to go do. Like it would, those wouldn't be on his recommendations of how to make your life better. So if you followed his diet and if you, you know, did the meditations and, and if he put you on a lifestyle diet, basically, you wouldn't even want to be doing those things anymore because your brain is, first of all, healed, but you're healthier in all aspects. Sounds so nice. It's healthier in all aspects. It's he healthier in your view of life. It's healthier in what you're doing and why you're doing it. And you have focus and goals and you feel better. So you, I think we make those choices more often while we're still not well. Yeah. I agree. And that's what keeps us from getting well. Yeah. Right. So it's a vicious cycle that we're definitely stuck in. Because you can like self-will yourself to do better behavior for a while, but like you're not completely healed, and then you go back to like certain yes. behaviors or certain things. It takes things, discipline, and then it goes. You go backwards like ten steps. Takes again. constant work. Oh That's why. Well, I mean, heck. Like recovery. We know this yeah. exactly. That's what I was thinking exactly. Yep. But it's, it is. A different point of view because we're not. Looking at it to stop drinking or to stop using. We're looking at it to. Like make overall, better, be better, well. Make better choices. Yeah, mm -hmm. be happier. Less but that's a big drama. It is like to not continue to do the things that didn't. You know, were just like band aids. Honestly, like drinking and whatever is. Well, that's just more like just trying not to. We're trying not to feel something. Yeah. Yeah. But if you felt like, why do you have to feel? Why are you feeling so bad that you have to cover it up? Like I want to. Because like, we're not willing to deal with that. Self care to me is like about. Our brains actually. creating the existence like that I don't want to escape from 
It's not about pedicures and shit, you know? Well, And buying no. yourself flowers. And I don't know that it's necessarily about that either. It's just more about loving Good yourself and, and doing things for yourself that you would do for anybody that you loved. And that does sometimes include chocolate or pedicures, but it's right, not... Right, but, like, really you have to, like, change your life if you want to feel better. Yes. Yeah. It's hard to do. I'm not saying it's easy. And you know what's hard is, like, you get your head filled with what everybody else thinks is, like, best for you. Because that's what worked for them. And so you try their way, and you're like, well, I don't know if this is really, like, me, or if I can align with this now. You try it, and it works to a certain extent... But then you just don't feel authentic, and you're like, but, you know, I can't function at work, or I need this, or I can't function in relationships. Well, don't so, ever like, take their relationship 100%, or their advice 100% oh, full I, on. Sometimes like, I do, because I like, feel like I need to, to just, like, cling on to someone else's, re- like, truth, because hmm. mine is, like, so skewed that I just need to, like, grab onto something. That's, like, AA. It's kind of, that's why people say it's, like, culty. Because it is kind of culty. They're like, everybody must do it this way. Nobody can smoke pot. Nobody can do anything else. Like, don't take medications. You know, everybody has very strong opinions at AA. They say it's like... Mm. And I grab onto that, and I'll, I'll grab... A, you know what I mean? And then I try everything their way, but and then they're gone. Like, you. honestly, for me, it's always been something spiritual. Like, I have to find my own truth. Mm-hmm. My very own truth. And I don't have enough self-confidence a lot of times to, like, believe in what really I know works. And that's... Or discipline, mm, self-confidence or discipline or self-worth. Like, I don't deserve this. I feel so good. I'm meditating every day. I'm praying every day. I feel excellent. It feels then uncomfortable. I get lonely or something. Oh. My mind tells me this, and I go out and seek something, and, and then I get all messed up again. It's just, like, so confusing. It sucks. When um, my I al- just as soon stay home, like... When my alcoholic <laughs> and I were sober... If I had to just ...for almost a month, we were... I mean, looking back now, like, we were still early in recovery, right? Just a month from drinking. But we both felt like things had changed. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, and And things weren't as good, and this is how they were going to (laughs) be. And we just kind of thought, we were like, you know, maybe we don't fucking know how to be happy. Like, maybe that's all this is. Maybe this is happy, and maybe we just don't know how to... It's like too boring. We're going to sabotage it, right? It's freaking boring, right? It was, yeah, it was. Yeah. What you're attracted to when you're drunk is a lot different than when you're sober. Uh, who you are when you're drunk can be who totally different than when you're sober. Oh, yeah, but definitely. see, then you make these, create these habits, be, like with relationships when you're drinking or using or whatever. That's what I'm and saying. And even when you sober up, you still do those same patterns. And then, no, I just, I still do them. But it's what harder do to do, and I like almost have to force myself to like go hang out with this guy or whatever. And it feels awkward. It's not like. I don't understand what you mean about. Um, okay, so, like, I'll get into a relationship when I'm drunk or whatever, and it's easy to, it, like, pretend that it's all okay, and riding 150 miles an hour is, like, really actually what defines fun and excitement. Well, at the moment it did, So right? when I'm messed up, that's what I'll do, and I, it's easy. Well, like, yeah, everything can be I fun. do it. I'm impulsive. I'm, I think that's living. <laughs> and then I get sober, and they're still calling me, and i like, okay, let's try it. You know, I'm awkward as fuck. And they're still calling me. I go over there and I try to push through it. And I'm like, I feel so... While you're sober, you mean? It's not, yeah. It's not, like, as easy. No. And I hate it that. It doesn't feel good and anymore. And I feel like, gosh, I, if I could just have a drink, then I could do this. But, like, my sponsor told me, like, maybe it's, you're not supposed to be doing those things. Like, But then I don't do those could things be. and I'm bored and I'm understimulated and da-da-da-da-da. And so I'm So the lesson is how to learn how to be bored. Or, or yeah, you me. can find other things to stimulate your brain that are healthier. Reading Other activities. 
I mean, Walking, I can't exercising with your sister. Anything hiking? Oh, they she rides bikes too. Like, yeah, they're always right. out on her bike. I would like to be in nature. That would help. They they yeah, say that well too. They say nature is yeah. a good place. I love nature. Depressed. It's quiet. All you hear is like the wind. It's not far it's away. It's beautiful. <laughs> I know. It's amazing. When you go up there, you're like, why? Why yeah. didn't I come here every weekend? Yeah. I yeah. I say that. Say that same thing. And yet, that type of self care is like replaced with the old ha- habits of going over to see the guy, for me. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go like three days to see the guy, and then I'm like wicked, like going to hide now for like two. Yeah, weeks. three days is kind of intense. You got to go in and overload. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Otherwise, you don't want to leave. I, I know why you don't want to leave though, because it feels like rejection. It feels like ripping apart, like I've yes. become like a part of him, and he's a part of me, and it's ridiculous what our minds can come up with. Because like, oh my god, I've lived and breathed forty five years before you, but now I feel like I can't walk away. Even if they're not rejecting you, like yeah, I it's not rejection. You just have to go home because I don't want to be rejected. It's just like oh god, <laughs> I just I get bored with my own like ridiculous thinking. And how it causes me my own misery. Like I don't know, it's just, like, brain so overstimulation. Scary. I understand. Well, the it. guy probably wasn't uh, real special. What do you think? I mean, uh, I don't know. What defines special? Look at you and your eternal days. hope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like him. I don't he's, ever he's say he's like that. He's 12 years younger ever. than you, or so, isn't he? So? That's, the and that's got, where I. He drives fast on a motorcycle like a fool. And, you Which, know, you know, the bad boy attractive? Yeah, so it's Nick, the bad you need boy. to be reflecting on what you did to her. When well, you told her she was a bad girl. No, I was saying, no. She's always been attracted to bad boys. Always. That's not the point. Yeah, it is. No, I don't think that's, it is. That's your style. That's that's your scar. Just deal with that. That's but your wound. what? What's the wound? The wound has to be um, that... Um, well, At some point, you know, as a Freud, child, I you felt Freud, rejected. It's an eternal search for the um, um, approval of your father. Because her, her father was a bad boy, you know? I mean, <laughs> in my time, you know what I mean? And but I was not a, when to she her. was young, a baby, I was still a bad boy, you know? So right now, like most recently, I've actually been with young, 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 young people. And I think it's because my son, I left him at three years old and he never came back to me. So I have son issues oh, now. Oh. Not father issues. But so I have an issue with like, well, isn't that like rather fixing. incestuous? Neither no. one of those is good, you guys. Neither <laughs> Whether one is it's you or her son. But what I'm noticing is, is I'm not going for older guys. I'm not trying I don't to either. like find a father figure. That not, could also be. So for I'm us. looking to fix the relationship that I had with my son, or never had with my son, by fixing a, a young man or a younger man. Oh, by guiding him to life. Except that, yeah, and, and he inevitably, straight. come to find out, has issues with his mother. His mother oh. is a nurse. His mother's a psych nurse. She has depression. So he's attracted to someone who's just like his mom, and I'm attracted to someone who's just like my son. And I know it's sick, but you can judge me if you want, but I'm not going to no, judge. No, it's very true. I, I'm honestly just going to go to sweat lodges families. and meditate and try to stay home as much as I can and go to work and like try not to have a lot of free time so that I don't have to make decisions right now because I know that right now it's not really like my strong point making decisions but I'm recognizing it but maybe that's that's just like one part of it and not judging myself is a huge piece because I judge myself for like being engaging with very young men even though they're why do you judge yourself I don't know because the world I feel like has judged that and has an opinion on it don't be of the world but I am so attached to people liking me 
and even I say way too much, like even I am now, and then people say, like take what I say and they like turn it into Diagnose a weapon. You? And oh, then it, use it against you? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Definitely. Why? Why not? Because it makes them feel better about themselves. So all people are But I can't shut the fuck up. I but always like spew. It's like constant like confession. cause to turn and use it against you. I mean, that's like just that. shitty people. They're just trying to be like your teacher and everything else. And then I feel patronized. It's like, fuck people. So you never, you never allow yourself to feel good in any situation. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so what's that, Nick? Huh? What's that? Is that just the trauma? I mean, the I'm wound? okay. Like, it's kind of funny talking about it because I have to be like, my psychiatrist was like this mindful thing where you like observe your behaviors and not judge yourself like that. Yeah. You just watch. You're like, okay, I'm crazy right now. This is what I'm doing. That's the Don't first step in recovery. Well, practicing mindfulness is probably that's a good idea. Part of like, yeah, that's I, part I of it too. Uh, that sounds so silly though, Nick. Conscious, explain, yeah, explain mindfulness. Be conscious of... of the urges to, like you uh, have a tendency to be an open book. Be conscious of the moment when you're going there and, and then stop. Yeah. But you have to come pause. up with more than that. Or you have to come even. up pause, with alternatives or so something. So the only that, thing that helps me pause is like if I meditate every day. And be a that listener. And be more of a That's listener. Meditation yes, is I've been told I'm a horrible listener by every man I've ever been with. <laughs> the look on your face makes me wish we were it's recording true. live. That was great. Um, <laughs> uh, well, no, you you don't listen very well. I think it's a power struggle that you get into. What the conversation? I hear, but yeah. I don't hear. I like can fake it, but I'm Are not you, like, listening. And waiting I waiting for your turn to I'm, talk. Sometimes you think about what you're gonna say before. Yeah, yeah. But you know, going to meetings helps with that because, like, I can just sit there in my chair and I'm like listening and I'm like I don't have to talk tonight you know and then I get the most out of like in any social interaction is so you've kind of found a way to yeah so that's, that down. Your, so that's, that's where the, I can start and then I can take that into my world a little bit I think I'm having a new experience this time you know um my ex Marcos used to wear a rubber band on his yeah. hand um and I didn't understand it why but when I asked about it um it was shortly after our divorce. He said that, um, you know, he was suffering from depression. He was, he kept reliving memories, whatever. He couldn't get out of the funk. Mm-hmm. So every time he would start to reflect, he would snap himself to snap mm-hmm. himself out of it. And I was like... It works, I bet. It did for him. I bet it does, You know those though. purple ones uh, mm-hmm. around the celery? That's a big one. <laughs> so yeah. you could do that with okay, when I you feel the urge to talk or, you know, whatever you felt to work on. Yeah, maybe I should try that, actually. Yeah. Because I've like, heard that some kind of other stimulation kind it of... It distracts jars. the yeah. chemistry. Yeah, yeah. it does. Yeah, yeah. It does. It kind of shifts it around and mm-hmm. and you get tired of, you know, snapping yourself. You can be yourself, at work so and all of a sudden having a moment, you know, when you feel, you know, and you go... Oversharing. Yeah. Or you could you could wear three of them on a date. That way you need all three. Slow down. Nope, I almost said this. Don't say that. That's why I like work, though, because I don't feel like oversharing. It's my safe place. Nobody knows anything about anything mm-hmm. right now. I used to overshare at work, and then it wasn't a safe place there. Yeah. And so I would sabotage that. But this time, oh, that's funny. I don't she overshare. Just admitted it, Nick. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> you just sabotaged it. I used at to. work. Yeah. Yeah, because I would overshare. And everybody would know all my shit, and I would feel naked. <coughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Exposed. And yeah, see through. You can do that in any relationship, even friendships. 
That's you know, what I'd like. You feel to, vulnerable. Yeah, then, you, know. you do. And you find it's a way to get out of it. Too vulnerable. The more you say, the more you vulnerable yeah. you are. Oh and why do you do that? Why do you expose yourself so much? What is the benefit? I think I'm trying to show someone that it's like okay, but do I believe it anymore? No. Oh, gosh. Because I used to think it was okay to be vulnerable, and that was like actually strong to be vulnerable, and I used to like really like believe that, but now it's like I've been shown that it's not necessarily the best way. Did you, did you know, psychiatrists talk to you about boundaries? Oh yeah, I think a lot of what I used to overshare about and not think it was oversharing when I had a lot of drama going on. Mm. So first of all, I had to tell why I was late or why I had to leave early or you know what happened that I'm wired today or whatever so it was a lot of bullshit going on in my life that you have to talk about in that situation you feel like you do but and you then, really don't well but like right now when I don't have any there's nothing to talk about so what could they know about me like well that's a relief because you don't feel like you have to get it out like confession time or you're gonna like be struck yeah. down by God or whatever I don't know what it is about me that's impulse to just like say it like but I, isn't it something? I feel like they can already read. It's, it's like this error in thinking where you think they already know, and mm. if you just say it, at least you're like, like when I would go to you'd my dad and like, it. yeah, you tell him the truth, you're not gonna get in trouble. You still get your ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> if you've done something wrong, I'm not saying you beat my ass, but you know what I mean. Well, if you've done something wrong, it doesn't matter if you fucking say the truth and admit it. Oh, they're I, still mad at. They're still mad. At you. I disagree, though. Ah, it still sucks that you did the that. The rule was always you, you don't get a whooping. Well, First of all, you uh, do don't don't do the wrong things. Right. But if you do, you tell the truth, right? Right. But I'm constantly doing the wrong things and telling the truth, and people get sick of it. Well, stop doing the wrong things. <laughs> well, uh, clearly you need the consequences. <laughs> Maybe. Respond to consequences. What do you respond to? I mean, what I would make you change? To, Maybe to reject I respond it. to, and I don't even like the word unconditional because that like says that there's conditions that could be put on it. Like well, as it's a favor that they're not going to put conditions on it. It I is. Respond to love, <laughs> just pure love. And the only where place I found that is like this God creator's idea of a God or a creator, because honestly. I can't see him, I can't, I'm not scared of him, like, I just think that that's the only thing that I respond to, so that's the only time I feel safe is when I'm praying or, like, meditating. Or You're not scared of God? No. But he is a well, vengeful God. Well, the Catholic God, and the one that, like, obviously has taught my father and my mother, and, like, fed, like, my whole... Well, he's a vengeful, angry God, no, and he punished in the Bible. One, that one is, and that's what they learned from, and that's how mm. they taught their children, but there's a whole concept of like something out there that loves you and like maybe my higher self. I don't know, like the one oh, that wants what's best for me and just like slows everything down. And I, I like I have to constantly think about Well your higher self is kinda of like a guardian angel. So if you I can just have to like say you know, somehow bond with that for that entity. Alright. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. that right now. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, maybe it'll offer you some guidance if you can stop yourself from uh being an open book at times, mm -hmm. where you're spewing your entire life story, and most of the <laughs> things in your life you, that you spew are things that you have struggled with. Yeah, they're, they're not. Want to talk they're about not it like anymore. I remember when I was at the the, uh, no. the, the sunflower farm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think. Oh, you know, positive people things. can actually be good too, like normal nice people. And normal just, nice who? What? But no, what did I we find them? this one friend, and he we. 
we were talking about Telluride, and I was remembering the Telluride Bluegrass Festival. And, like, people who bring out memories like that and don't mm. want to perseverate on, like, what's going wrong and how I'm going to fix it. And I'm always, like, fucking reading with these self-help people. And it's like, Dad, you know, maybe I could just be. <laughs> yeah. And be okay. I remember those memories when I just was and was happy and That's whatever. mindfulness, right? Being yeah. grateful, being every moment of the day. Yeah. It makes you consciously aware of the good and the now, and that prevents you from rehashing, you know, what you did Friday night. Well, see, here's the thing: is I'm doing the sweat lodges now, like a couple weeks. Yeah, what's with the sweat lodge? I know people have died uh, in those motherfuckers. No, I don't even die. Well, there are. <laughs> well, because they get too hot or whatever. They yeah, that's sweat. right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thus, the name sweat lodge. <laughs> I'm not sure, like, I haven't done Down research on why one, they do it. Like, people, people with weak hearts yeah. and things like that? They're probably doing drugs. Respiratory stuff. No, 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 it mostly no, out of shape or had comorbidities. Sure. Yeah. You know? Sure. And it, you know what? In our lodge, he says, like, you if kind you need have to get a out, cut out, you say it. And then when they leave, they're like, everybody says, thank you for taking care of yourself. And so they encourage you to, like, be in tune with how you're feeling. If it's too intense spiritually or physically or anything, you cut out. You know, you go. Mm-hmm. And they open and they the don't door. laugh at you. you no, they just thank you. They thank you for taking care of yourself. And I like when they said that because it made me think of, like, oh, so taking care of myself is, like, valued by these people. So those Should are the kind of people that I, And then we have dinner afterwards. Like, that's, like, stuff you see in movies or me. I don't, I never experienced that type of thing. So that's, like. Those are the kind of friends I need to start, like, keeping, and... Does that environment um, inspire making friends? Yeah, those people I can hang Or encourage, I guess. Yeah, and my weird behaviors and my weird thoughts and my weird impulses don't come out there. That's good. I love it. And they just do it every week. Well, you found something. And, you know, I like that, but, you know, I'll do that, and then I'll do my Buddhist chanting. I take pieces, bits and pieces from wherever I can get it, as long as it feels safe. That's good. Good. Calm, because like I realized, this not gonna be a medication. There's not gonna be any or anybody's perfect way, like you said. I'll right. tell you what I, you I, I really would it. appreciate it if you Take wouldn't bits. go down the highway at 150 miles an hour on a motorcycle. Well, I don't have the desire. I didn't. He's not the one I've been going back Maybe to. Maybe he's talking to your other self, the one that did it. I would never. I would not. Wait a minute. Some your shadow self. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. yeah. Mister Hyde. Yeah. You got a Mister in you, dang. Mrs. Hyde I actually made like another Facebook page and my name was Cecilia Hyde because of that like it was like oh really yeah your alter ego (laughs) oh but interestingly that was the the good girl page oh really was my shadow so so that was kind of you telling yourself in a real way that you feel like the rest of you is not good like you were literally My labeling is it. Like the good girl, you the boring it. one. You gave yeah. it, yeah. Cecilia Hyde. And what you have to do is transition to realize that Cecilia Hyde is actually your okay. true self. When I was this guy, I was Strider. Right. Yeah, yeah right. You have, have a, name. you have to almost like persona, yeah, yeah. like it's a whole nother person. Persona, yeah. You have to have a persona. Yeah. Yes. Very true. All right, well, now I'm happier. <laughs> that was therapeutic. That's all that matters. Well, it's it's nice to not like get in your head and all day at work. I just push, push, push. You know, and well, I, I, I try can't to run get from it all the time. Yeah, <laughs> like, but that's what work is. It's a little bit of an escape. It's nice to be busy when you can't think, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the people at work are kind of more normal or whatever. I think that's hey. nice. 
They don't like that. It's hard to judge. Well, you know, the amount that they show, I, the, I learn how to have those boundaries. What are you going to do, Nick? We're still recording. i got to feed the kitty. Oh, going to feed the kitty. Okay. I learn from them about the boundaries, about how much you can show about your personal life, because they have them. Oh, so nice. I learn like that. And, you know, then surely they have their own issues or whatever, but they don't talk about it like I always have. And so I learned that like piece from too. Yeah. At AA. Everybody just talks and talks. And so that's totally different than work. So I, I'm finding a little bit of a balance. But it's still sort of like, you know, it's going to take a little while. This guy said that it could take like, you know, a good little while, a lot longer than you would think, to just kind of get back into a place where you're sort of comfortable in your own skin without whatever you were doing before, like for me, you know? I totally think and if you give work environment the helps. Yeah. And just like maybe just like Who here. you're surrounded by, mm-hmm. what you go through or don't go through every day. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's huge because we spend so much time there. And we don't want to think that they mm-hmm. affect us because we're, you know, we have families. And that always seems should be more important, friends and families. Oh, but I know. But we spend way more time with these people at work. And if they're healthier. And, they're, and the kids at school and, you know. Yeah, yeah school it's nice is the other. if we had like a structure where we came together at night and that's where the whole thing where the people eat dinner, I think that's so it's nice. supposed to be a family. But that's yeah, never I don't have really one of those either. Hmm? It was for a while. It was while. for a while. Mm-hmm. Raising the kids, for me it was. Yeah, but I yeah, did have that for a while. But that's, yeah, definitely gone. But it comes and goes for me, like, and I just, I'm not the traditional type. Like, me either. I figured Everybody over on Sunday. came through me for a reason. To work came through something. you? Yes. <laughs> well, explain that. Yeah. <laughs> came I you. gave birth to them. Okay. But they're their own little people, and that's what I've learned as they've gotten older, is that they have their own ideas, despite when I was had that 11-year stint of sobriety, and I thought I was doing everything right, everything, you know, still, and despite whatever I thought I was doing. to, to No gratitude. Yeah. No, the thing is, is that they're still, no. it doesn't matter if they're grateful. I took it personally. Like, no mean? gratitude. Like, I thought... Look, oh, I do, too. Yeah, I take it personal. But the thing is, it's not personal because she's going to have that baby at 15, and that's what she was meant to do. Or she's going to get in, despite how good I'm being. It doesn't mean they have to be shitty to us, though. Yeah, I know. But, and that, that hurts. Part that part hurts. But the truth is, it's like, she's working on her own shit, despite, like, whatever I do. So even when I'm... That, that's helped me also when I fall back into, like, my relapses or whatever, in one way or another, whether it's with men, alcohol, whatever... I really have no effect on you because when I'm good, like you're still gonna be you. When I'm bad, you're still gonna be you. Right. It doesn't yeah. matter if I use. It doesn't so matter if I drink. Kind of like it doesn't like give me permission to be a shitty person or drink or do whatever. No, but, but it, it it's is sort of freeing that I confirmation really, kind of that that I'm gonna be able to be me and I have to have my process and to forgive myself despite and like even mm-hmm. being the best me that I can be. It's not going to be like the end-all, be-all for the kids, you know? They no. gonna, they're going to be... It'll really only people. affect us. Yeah, and I, like, all my life I beat myself up over, like, when I would slip up or not be perfect mom, and, yeah. But that's when the it's self-love comes in. Yeah. We don't have enough love for ourselves that we don't see what it's actually doing to us. Like, nope. it is... It would kill us, you know? If we stayed doing what we were doing, definitely die a lot faster, more health problems... Put us okay, at risk, you know, you're going on a motorcycle 150 fucking miles now. You wouldn't do that otherwise. And, and how, how many more chances do you have of fucking up on that motorcycle than you do walking to your car? I mean, that right. shit totally puts you And I want to live like another 45 years, so. Yeah. Yeah, so. I only did that twice. Oh, my did it twice. She said she would never do it. No, I, the first time was fun, and he was actually a gentleman. 
And you didn't? Kiss oh, me were you drinking nothing? that time? Nope. No? Okay. Well, of sorts. Not drinking, but I use a different thing. Oh, you were, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> you were, you were high. Bad you're, decisions, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I was, but, like, this guy's sober, and he's still sick as fuck, just enough to take me on a motorcycle. Like, you don't think being high, you might it, not have noticed him being as much as a dick all because took, everything no, he was felt cool good? That day. He was cool that day because he didn't even know me. Like, I just met him. He, I met him. He rolled up onto my front <laughs> step, and I met him. Hi, I, I'm Luna. Hi, I'm Tom. Let's go for a ride. Like, and I told him that, Damn. yeah, I love to go fast. What the fuck? And he's like, I do go you? fast. In, on a motorcycle? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. It's like a huge rush, right? Adrenaline. Oh, so you do like it. Oh, yeah, I like it. Oh, I didn't know you liked it. Yeah, I like it, but it's not safe. It's but not safe. The point is, the first day he was nice. He was, didn't kiss me. He didn't. It wasn't that. The first day, one day, two days later, we're riding on the motorcycle, and he's lane splitting, and he's riding very dangerously in the rain, literally. He's up in the ante. So, yeah, it was just like... It can't last. I don't know anyways. It doesn't matter. Like, that That's was the last time I got on It could be bike. a telltale of the relationship, right? Yeah, like, well, it has It to. ended. Oh, so it was. That, that, that it was. Over, yeah. It's fine. Ugh. It's really fine. And I wouldn't have ended it. He doesn't, he like, Why? doesn't text me and I deleted his number. So Why I wouldn't you have me. ended it? No way. Why not? Because I don't end things. You don't end things? Ultimately, you are ending it. You causing the action or creating the yeah i do it you are pushing aggressively it, i think i yeah. do it like i push people away or right. I you need to recognize you're doing it and you can maybe it's good work that on he stopping did. it's good that he just doesn't text me i'm so grateful but what, what if he's just will. in jail and what if you he's get a phone call jail. from the jail and we're the work. Yeah. no he's i'm thinking fine. he's gonna he's hit fine. her up and she's gonna take those texts yeah, I will if you text me. What the fuck? <laughs> so no self care. You don't give a shit about it. yourself. I didn't end it. No, he ended it. He doesn't text me anymore. I deleted his number. I well, nobody his... said this is over. No. He said maybe we shouldn't be intimate anymore and we should be friends. And I thought, like, well, what do we do besides be intimate? Yeah, right. Have What's we ever left? had a conversation? We've rode on your motorcycle at 150 and we've eaten tacos and we've been intimate. And we've never, like, gone rock climbing. We've never, like, gone on a, Gone you know, walking? Nothing. Yeah. Watched a movie together? I liked his dog. So we had that in common. You are we both so liked crazy. his dog. You are so crazy. <laughs> like, I need to raise the standards, you know what I'm saying? I guess. <laughs> I don't like your cat. Sounds like you were struggling to find something. Something that you liked about yeah. him. Really? Yeah. But you oh, wouldn't yeah, have, for sure. That's but why you I'm wouldn't like, have ended it. It was like a little withdrawal, like for a, about a week or two or three, but now it's like, okay. It's okay, the feeling. Why would you stick with that? If you're searching for know. things to Do you understand like why you do the things I, I, you yeah, do? I know, I, I think. I, because you get emotional uh, and you want to be liked and you, you're running around saying, please like me. I do and the I'm same familiar thing. with the I intensity do, of I it. do the please, please like me and I'll, I'll, I can handle the intense. Yeah. I'm. <laughs> and I'll forget, I'll forget my authentic self. Yes. You're regressing. You're doing that, that and CPTSD flashback. Exactly. My authentic self my is by pouring something on top of it. And that's when I realize that it's objectionable because I know for a fact that I can't take these medications that make me feel like I can do those things because I'm an addict. And I'm an, so I have to, if I start pouring something on top of like my, my authentic self to being unauthentic and hang out with these guys, there's a problem. And that's when it becomes objectionable. It has to go to that level where I think I might die if I continue to hang out with the guy because of the substances. And I don't know why that's my story. 
But if I can stay sober through it, then I will push through it. Well, that's well, what so I don't do. understand. So, but no, it sounds like you push through all of them. I don't want to have to push through a goddamn relationship or friendship anymore. But that's it. Sounds like you kind of enjoy that like situation. No, it's a habit. Oh. I don't actually enjoy it. I think it's like a pattern and a habit, and it's just like anything. You have to like recognize it and consciously break it, and it's very yeah, very hard to for me. Like, learn to take control over it, so it's not controlling you. So it's hard. It's harder than it's easier said than done. If you don't have that issue then think of it as one, for one of your things that you have struggled with. It's very hard to change your behavior. Oh, I, no, I definitely, believe me, I know that. It is. You can look at but me learning about it is He's the first. Got the Donald oh, Trump self- blue steel face on oh, right now. Oh, my God. No, for real. He's got the face. a terrible blue. insult, Nikki. No, he knows he has that face, though. Do you have a Trump the face? Blue steel? I was contemplating. I was being thoughtful. I think he, <laughs> he and contemplative. I think, honestly, I think Donald Trump yes. has mimicked the human behavior of being contemplative, where he makes that face like he's thinking. There's nothing going through that man's head. But my dad might That's be. That's when the balls thinking. are pinging, bing, 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 and he's wondering he where they're the going to land. He does the face like he's thinking. My dad might be thinking for sure. But, uh, so that I was listening face. to you. Yeah. <laughs> he okay. uh, you were an open book again. Maybe that's they around. train their faces to look that way when they can't get porn out of their head. Yeah. He like watches like videos thinking. of people look like who are thinking. thinking and then he does the face and he does mirror time. Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm, thinking, yeah. He's like, how do I, I not shoot this motherfucker's brain off? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't need to go political there. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's, it was funny. No, it's and, just And Nick, I, I, you do kind of resemble him when you have way <laughs> more hair. Yeah. You have way more hair. Much better hair. Thank you. Excellent. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not orange. Yeah. No, we could teach you to do it like the uh, I could probably do the uh, spray tan thing yeah. no but you could do the hand gestures too and yeah. the yeah. way he, uh, <laughs> it's yeah. a Baldwin brother who does it really good mm-hmm. yeah, he you certainly could, does you could absolutely yeah. mimic that it does get boring and repetitive but we already knew that right? but it never gets old to me like when he mocks Donald Trump oh I thought you meant Trump I'm like yeah that gets oh, old no he gets a Baldwin he's so funny he, he did say that he had to quit doing it because he just felt like he'd overplayed it Really? Yeah. yeah. I guess there's not enough material out there. No. I mean, well, I mean, how could you do it thing. for four straight fucking years? God, just <laughs> make it, just leave it at four. But he could have looked at it as a career move, right? Like, yeah, well, it's, <laughs> you know, it gets old. Maybe he just didn't want to, you know, have the president look at him that way. It's yeah. like guys, old guys that tell the same story. He's making fun yeah. of a powerful yeah. person yeah. probably doesn't end well. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he feels bad after a while, like this poor guy. I've been mocking him. Ah. Uh, no. Are we still recording? We are still recording. No. Yeah, we could end it. We could yeah. wrap it up. Yeah. Um, so so what, after this talk, is there anything that, I mean, you said you felt a little better, right? I do. What was it just, was it your dad talking about taking on the different personality roles or? Like maybe the way he was just like relating with it and admitting that he has done some of the same things he doesn't say as much as me but he doesn't have to because like I know that we're all very similar and we all struggle but not everybody talks about it as much but, but you listened to him and you <laughs> and you heard him say and I I think that's why talk is important I think well I didn't feel like you were judging me today so Maybe I've always perceived <laughs> you as judging me, but like maybe I was judging myself the whole time I think I'm like shifting my whole perception if I don't judge myself then like 
I can feel better. Well, yeah, the judgment well, I, that I say I don't do on you, yeah. I think part of it's, it is probably projection. Yeah, I think me. so too. Projective I think I judge myself. They projective identification. Yeah, I, I mean, I blame you and make you, you the bad guy, but yeah. I'm, I'm the one who hates myself. But you myself. don't think just he hates, like you no, I feel really everybody. Think ever the whole general. Yeah. And guess who's the common denominator? Me. You're the only. Yeah. I don't like myself, so if I can like myself, then I won't perceive the world as not like. It's not liking you. It's such a simple concept, really, but like it really is oh, not easy to like. But like you said, it's very team. hard to realize. Like it it's so much easier said than done. Like yourself. Mm. I mean, I still feel wherever I go, mm. I feel like people are looking at me. Oh God! But if I actually turn and like not look at them, they're not looking at me. No, not. But if I'm looking this way, I can feel. Like, it's like and I make up scenarios in my head too about why is this kind of yeah, still exactly. staring at me, I, and I look over and he's not even facing it's so me. So painful, like, and it's <laughs> such a weird world we like create to be miserable in. And I don't it know how says it says a lot about us. your state it of mind. Us, like, so we could do stupid shit. That doesn't it's make any a sense. A lot about our state of mind. Well, if if you convince yourself that everybody's judging you, that's it prevents you from making an attempt to make a friend or to talk to someone. It. It prevents you so from possible like pain. But these bottom wounds, feeders these prevent you from possible pain. These wounds are pain. so deep that once you feel them, you know, like you're getting the rejection, even it's if too it's late. in your own head, it's too late, <laughs> and the reaction can sometimes be quite severe. Oof. But that's what mindfulness does. It teaches you to question your feelings. Yeah, but, you know, mindfulness is not easy. I mean, but, you can't just but, snap your finger. And no, you it has to be but, a discipline. It has to be a is really exciting is that I've not found a man to be in a relationship for 10 years like my first husband. He clung to me for 10 years, you know, and guess what? I think through praying, I think like whatever it is out there, the universe, honestly, I'm like, cut the cord, cut the cord. I beg for just like these chemical bonds and weird things that happen. And guess what? These men don't want to hang out. After you three weeks, they leave. Excellent. No, that, but you're not really saying excellent. that. But it is excellent, though, even though it doesn't feel excellent. Why are you I'm, waiting for the cord to be cut? Why aren't you cutting the cord? I don't know how yet. Got to work on so that. So it's happening. It's starting, well, like you said, self-love. It's by praying. It's by praying. She did it by praying. I'm sorry, but I don't even know that's who I pray that. to or what I pray to, but I pray, pray that to I... Pray yourself. Pray that you find better. Pray that I'm you don't... I'm worried about who I pray to. Put it I aside just say, riffraff. Fucking help me. But and guess what? They leave me when I say that. But you're, you're only making choices to, As to keep the door open. If he calls me, yes, I'm going to text him back. Yeah, that's the boundary That's stuff. not that's keeping yeah, that's it. Another, you're you're keeping it that's another level. Okay. I just think boundaries you're lucky out. Level. And these guys level. are just... But this is a start. But you're still even up to, I feel like you're leaving. And I'm even perceiving the rejection as a little bit of a, not a one word blessing, but a little bit of a gift. Well, of course it is. But I never saw it that way before. It hurts so much. But it's a gift because you succeeded in getting them to leave. It's not a gift and you chose this was not good for you. It doesn't matter. It's the same end result. Self-preservation Darwinism is not the same. It's, it's yeah, not the same. same. You have the, the big choices choices for me right now is enough to be called the same thing right now. Okay. Yeah. It takes time. Takes time and it takes discipline. I'm still working on this stuff. Discipline is shit. You know, it's, um, I have none. Yeah. I mean, I do get to work every day and I do that, but it's kind of the extent <laughs> of making good choices. It really is. It does help to get to work. Uh, <laughs> yes, it does. Um, so I think I'm going to wrap it up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. We're a good hour in. Yeah. Okay. Um, any words of advice? 
Um, you know, I really don't have any words of advice. I, I'm trying to um, maybe offer my, uh, my life as, as advice. If I could be, if I could achieve comfort, a comfort level with um, being alone and out of relationship and uh, just on the planet um, and a good friend and not be captured by the wounds that I have from childhood. Uh, you know, the, the need to be the good boy for my mom. That was one of my, you know, please you like me. Someone to please. Please don't hit me. Please like me. Please don't drink. Uh, please don't drink. Uh, well, that was, she didn't start drinking until way later. later, but anyway, when I was a kid, she wasn't drinking. But, um, but you know, she was a disciplinarian who hit me, mm. and she you. was my mom. And, uh, you know, and so I did you develop like into, that. yeah, and my father was kind of a, not <laughs> a real emotional guy and rather distant. Uh, he loved her dearly, but, um, you know, uh, and she, as I got older, too, she sort of what they call uh, emotional incest, you know, took place, mm -hmm. where she uh, sort Looked of... Looked at you as a partner. A surrogate mate, confident. yeah, a surrogate partner, yeah, and shared stuff that she should not have probably shared with me, um, and that, uh, then I want to make her feel good, you know? Make it better. Make it better right. for her. And, you know, yeah, and so, so it's a whole combination of different yeah. types of traumas from being whopped upside the head or spanked with a fly swatter to, to trying please. to please mom constantly. And as I got older and got into relationships, mm -hmm. and, you know, even at 12, 13 years old, 14 years old, I, I did the same thing with every single partner. Mm -hmm. And I noticed this pattern. I was I was married twice, and I was in a lot of relationships, and I always wanted to be this person. Please like me. Right, but yet you never. And did I would you always never get, feel liked. Um, like I didn't did like you myself. Ever get to that goal? Yeah, oh, didn't like it. myself. It. So it wouldn't even matter. No, I was I was get, trying to get it from the outside when I needed to get it from the inside. Yeah. And means. it never worked because I always got rejected. That's what you and I need. We need love from the inside so we stop looking for it outside. I'm working on it. I'm real. I'm older than I you guys. Because I hear that's you know? when true love hits is when you're not. When well, you don't for it. need someone yes. to to prove to you, when you when that you're you, okay. Yeah. When you already think you're okay. Because that and that's what we're attracted. That's what we should be attracted to is people who love themselves. Because seeing someone who takes so much <laughs> care and and yeah. does good things for themselves, it, that is. Somebody who's more that. independent, who isn't a yeah. who isn't a Velcro baby, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's, that's yeah. you know. A man who's a guy who has a life outside of who like wants to see you but doesn't need to see. Apparently, we're not finding those men because we're not in that space. Yeah, like attracts like. That is a perfect way to end it. Uh Thanks everybody for listening. Um I'll let my friends say goodbye, and then I'll close out. Take care, people. Be, be safe. Thanks for listening. This is Jaded, and I'm Jody.